Hello, everybody. Welcome to Friday's edition of the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, thank you. Thank you for this whole week of time looking deeply into the laws that govern faith and this wonderful, wonderful book and teaching that you supernaturally dropped into Mary Colbert's heart and into her mind to give to the rest of the body of Christ and to the rest of the world. And we praise you for it, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Now, in closing this today, um, just before we came on the air, Mary made this observation. Faith works by love. It is the key ingredient to all things. Mm-hmm. And we'll just read for a moment from First John chapter 4, especially in the 16th verse. Well, let's read the 15th verse. Whosoever shall confess or says with his heart and mouth that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in God. But now listen to this. Listen listen to this verse. And we. This is the Apostle John, the Apostle of love. This was the strongest of all the Apostles. And live longer than any of the rest of them. And we, you and I, we have known. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that Greek word translated known is gnosko. It means intimate relation. It's the same word used in the Bible when it said, and Adam knew his wife. Very intimate relationship with God. And that happened when we were born again. Because that was when we, first time we partook of that love and we knew it. How do we know? Because we love the brethren. I mean, it's just so real. But now, wait a minute. We've known and believed the love. This is a big thing. That's right. This cost the first generation of the children of Israel. Now, they didn't lose their salvation because of it. But he had to get them out of there before they destroyed themselves. They just kept saying, you know, all the wrong things. We're going to die in this desert. We're going to die in this desert. So that's where the 70 or 80 came in. In the 90th Psalm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that never was supposed to be the lifespan of a man. But the the key here is to know this. And the, the example that is so huge. Peter, in the storm, called him master or rabbi. Do you not care that we're about to die here? Don't you care? Well, now, after the resurrection, he would have never said that. 
but he didn't believe the love. And how many people have cried and said, God, don't you care that I'm like this? Come on. You have to trust the love. You have to, because faith works by it. And faith is a spiritual law. The same opposite law is fear. And what you spend your time watching on television, faith comes by hearing the word. Fear comes by hearing the lies. Right. You watch COVID-19 day. I can give you the report without turning it on mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's been on there so many times. Yes. I do not watch that. Yes, I, do. I don't spend my time on that. Yeah. I have other things to do. I just I forget it. I watched it long enough to find out what's going on. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, I pray for the people, of course, I, but that, that care has been cast yes. over on him. Yes. But believing the love, I believe he loves me. Amen. That one moment right there at the covenant meal in the 17th chapter of John, it's the middle of the night and he's finished the Seder meal and he's praying that final prayer. He's going to the cross here and hours and the one thing that hit me I was at Oral Roberts University at this moment I was scripturally illiterate but I had my heart set on 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 everything he said and I'm listening to Brother Hagin and I thought this is Jesus is praying here and I'm going to agree with his prayer I didn't understand what before. I didn't even know they were in that meal I hadn't heard of that. Mm-hmm. I got down there. I'm agreeing with that until I came across the verse. Said, and show them that you love them as much as you do me. Mm-hmm. It frightened me to say that. That God loves me as much as you love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I said out loud, I said, Lord, if this wasn't in red, I'd, I don't know that I could believe it. I couldn't say it. I'm thinking about, I didn't know, I didn't know there was now no condemnation for me. I didn't, hadn't learned that yet. And it, it frightened me. I was trembling and I said, God loves Kenneth as much as he does Jesus. And my spirit just soared. Amen. Amen. And I walked around that little old room mm-hmm. and I started saying it. And the more I said it, the wilder I got. And I began to say, God loves me. God loves me as much as he does Jesus. And then, and, and it just seemed like it in my spirit. I said, well, of course, if I hadn't, I, I, I wouldn't have given Jesus to get you. <laughs> Great revelation. He loves you. Amen. He loves you. He doesn't heal you because you have faith. You need faith. But he heals you because he loves you. He prospers you because he loves you. And, and the, so and many the, Christians don't believe no, that. No, they don't. Because but, they think, why am I sick? Why do, why do I have no, this cancer? One of the spiritual yeah. principles that he gave me in, in the last one about the love, and I think this is going to help a lot of people in understanding. When I was praying one particular day on the call, and I could hear the people, we bind you, devil, we loose angels. And in my prayer with the Lord that morning, I heard him say, Mary, you have been taught all wrong about binding and loosing. And it shook me. I went, I have? Because that's not what it means. That's not what I'm talking about. He said, when I tell you whatsoever is bound 
on earth as bound in heaven. He goes, I'm talking about you, the heart, your heart. Whatever is bound in your heart binds heaven from being able to activate on your behalf. But whatever you have let go, whatever you have loosed, you have forgiven. Yes. You have canceled the debt. You now have loosed heaven to move on your behalf. Amen. Now, can I, may I, may I mm-hmm. add something to that right there? Until you do that, the devil, he's not obligated to listen to you. That's right. That's right. Because until you, until you get that part fixed, right. he doesn't have to listen to you. Mm-mm. Even though you pray with the tongue of men and angels. And you're bound up. You don't have love. Amen. These are of important noise. spiritual Amen. principles, folks, that when you begin <laughs> to exercise them, you are going to so see good. walls come down. You're going to see family members healed. You're going to see changes yes. in your family and those that are around you that is going to astonish you because these are kingdom principles that when you activate, you now have loosed heaven to work on your behalf. I got to tell you, there was a particular person, it doesn't matter who it was, that had really wounded me, had really hurt me, had wrongfully attacked me. Had, I hadn't done anything to this person. And they were coming after me horrible. I had blessed, been good, and yet they were re- returning evil for good. And I was having a tough time with this per- person. I was. I was like, oh, God, get him. <laughs> Just get him. <laughs> and then when he spoke to me and he said, now, Mary, I know you want me to hear your prayer. <laughs> that's <right. laughs> but that's like I tell people, I said, you don't want your prayers like pixie dust. You're just throwing up in there and you just hope something sticks. You know, you want your prayers to be heard. You want your prayers to make a difference. And I really believe that's why people have quit praying and they don't pray is because they've tried it their way, not knowing that there are spiritual principles in prayer that you have got to fulfill as a believer. Uh, God hears the repentant heart. You don't have to do anything with that. A repentant heart he turns to. He hears the cry of a broken heart. He hears it, that broken heart. But when it's a prayer of activating faith, there's something you need God to do in your life. You need something God to do in your family. You need whatever it is. And you're wanting the hand of God to move on your behalf. There are spiritual principles in order to get that accomplished that we, and that's why I think he downloaded this to me and said, get this out because God is as much wanting to do something in the earth as much as you are wanting him to do something in the earth. But the spiritual connection that we as believers to make with him requires love. And part of that love is you got to forgive. Mm-hmm. You have got to cancel the debt. Let it go. The Bible says to pray for those who despitefully mm-hmm. use you, who hate you, say all manner of evil against you. That's a command. That's not, folks, that is not an option. It's a command. And I think that's why the Lord said, Mary, I want you to begin to pray for the Democratic Party. I yeah. get upset towards some of the stuff that yes. I'm hearing. Here again, it's, it's, it's not the Democratic Party. It's its leadership. leadership. Yes. Amen. That's the spirit is. behind it. Yes. That's where the breakdown has been. Exactly. Right. 
Exactly. Generous leadership. Right. But you know, one of the most important things that love does is love keeps no record of wrong. And so many Christians have this huge record book, record keeping book of so and so hurt me here and this one hurt me and this one offended me. They know what they were wearing. They know how they smell. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They know right where they were. And their prayers can't be answered because what Jesus said, so important in Mark 11, 23, 24, and then you read 25, the most powerful verses, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, if you shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, those the faith scriptures. But then in verse 25, he goes on to say, And when you stand praying, forgive. if you have anything against anyone, forgive, so that your Father in heaven will also forgive now, you. there's a lot of hindrances to faith. Yes. That's the only one Jesus brought up. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I'd like to I'd like to add this because there's a process here that really worked for me in, in past times. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law yeah. of sin and death. Amen. So you got two individual laws. They're exactly opposite of one another. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about writing down the vision. There's two things that you need to write down in order for faith to have the success in your life that it, that it should. Cares, casting the whole of your care over on Him. That's good. Take the time to write down all the stuff you're worried about, mm-hmm. all the stuff that's bothering you, the things that are on your mind most of the time, things that are just really eating at you all, all, all the time, whether it's money, people, whatever it is. And don't just do this just off, off the top of your head. Take time and, and meditate on it. Just keep your list going. Keep your list going and get until you're pretty well satisfied with that. And then you've got that list, and then the the list of the people that really do irritate you. <laughs> now, I have to really watch this where politicians are concerned, because mm-hmm. I have a tendency to really get mad at them. Mm-hmm. And the, the Lord just really got all over me about that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely do not agree with Nancy Pelosi's politics, but I really have to be careful where she's concerned. Mm-hmm. I have to not be moved against her. My move is to never vote for her. Yes. That's, that's, that's the rest of her. That's between God and Mrs. Pelosi. Mm -hmm. You don't want her in power over you. No. (laughs) But make a list. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get satisfied in your spirit, I'm not carrying that care anymore. I'm not, I'm not carrying that. There's going to come a day. Take your list and burn it. Yes, amen. It's finished. Gone. Finished. Amen. And I'll never touch it. Mm-hmm. anymore. It becomes final in your thinking. Mm-hmm. 
and that comes drifting across your mind and said, no, no, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus Amen. has made me free from that. And Amen. I don't care. I don't care. All of that care has been rolled and cast over on my God who loves me and cares for me affectionately. Mm-hmm. And like the cowboy said, I can't tell you how much I don't care. That's not <laughs> that's my care. Good. That's good. Jesus is my caretaker. <laughs> He's my caretaker, brother. He's my caretaker. And in those areas where it's really bad, man, it's really bothering you, you know. No? No, that's, that's a closed book. That list is gone. It's finished. And... I'd, I don't. I don't want you to burn that other list. That that's not proper. Those are people. Those others are cares. Burn it. Mm-hmm. But that list, you begin to surround them with faith and love thoughts. Mm-hmm. Just surround them with love. Mm-hmm. I just surround that with Amen. love. There's one person I'm thinking about right now. There was a challenge and. And it was something that I couldn't get away from. It was a reoccurring thing, and it, because of the situation, it was just there all the time. Mm-hmm. But I had to, and and I'd, I'd go to bed at night, and, and there that man would be. I mean, there he was. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, you know, Lord, <laughs> I said, you know, Lord, mm-hmm. I really do love him. <laughs> I really do love him. That's awesome. And uh, I remember when Mr. Lyndon Johnson was president of the United States, and I was so disappointed in the way he was prosecuting that war, and it was bad. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was mad at him over it. Boy, I had the Lord jerk me up over that. He said, do you know him? I said, no, sir. Do you know anybody that knows him? I said, no, sir. He sounds to me like you don't know too much. <laughs> and he said, I told you in my word to pray for him. Okay. Well, of course. He's the man you need to pray for. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I began to do that. And I'd, I'd think about him. I said, Lord, I'll pray for this man. I'll pray for him. I'll pray for him. I'll hold him up. I'll pray for him. And he'd do something that just infuriate me. And I, <laughs> because soldiers and airmen and people were dying because of the decisions that he and Mr. McMurray were making. And I, well, I had really... Work with that and just just kept on, just kept on, 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 kept on. Every time I just think about it. And then I came back in from a meeting one night. And we back in those days, we would leave the television on in the hotel room. This is when they had mechanical keys. And anyway, so I just walked in the room. And uh, and then I walked and began to un- undress, and I heard his voice come on the on the television, and all of a sudden, love and compassion just rose up inside me, and I thought, "Oh my Lord, my God, this man is in over his head, and he doesn't know what to do. He can't get out of this nasty war, and it and it's, it's it's killing him, and it finally did." 
and he just backed out. He said, I, I will not seek nor will I receive the nomination of my party to run again for president. And I thank God that Billy Graham spent some time with him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Not too long before he died of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And it's so important. Mm-hmm. It is so vital. It's what it's what Mary is seeing. It's what it's what Doctor Colbert's seeing in his practice. Mm-hmm. But these are the people that are hurting and and sick yes. because it's just something they can't turn loose of. That's right. Yeah, and I see this every day in my practice. I see people that literally are so full of bitterness and anger. And these emotions, I call them deadly emotions because literally they invite disease. That's really what they are. They are. Yeah. It invites uh, high blood pressure, heart disease, cancer into your body. Your immune system starts to become confused and attack yourself. So you develop autoimmune disease. So I see these so commonly in my patients. So it's so important to take them through what I call forgiveness therapy. And that's where I use the Bible and I take them through forgiveness. And it's so important to to stop that list of everyone who's done you wrong. And what Paul said is so important in Ephesians chapter 4, 31. He says, let all bitterness... And wrath, all bitterness, wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be ye kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. That's the key. What's so important too there, Dr. Mm -hmm. Colbert? Of course, that number five wasn't in there when he wrote that letter. He flows right. Be kind to one another, forgiving one another, even as God. That means you can do it. Yes, you can do it. And be therefore imitators of God as dear children and walk in love. Yes. That Greek word is M-I-M-E-T-E-S. It means to imitate. Imitate, right. And you you just keep flowing. Mm -hmm. And it comes down here. In the fourth verse, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, Mm -hmm. which are not convenient, but the rather the givings of things. Amen. Praise God. Gratitude. Exchange it for praise. Amen. That's right. You think of that person. Oh, well, glory to God. Yeah, I love them. Father, I just want to praise you. Oh, yeah, I love them. I just want to praise you. Switch thoughts. The thoughts. You want Mm -hmm. to guard your thoughts. He says bringing every thought. Thought Because our thoughts is what will drive us to say things we don't mean, do things we don't mean, because our thoughts are are out there going haywire. The thought come first before the action. Right. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. Mm Mm-hmm. Your mind, your emotions, that has to come in under the love of God, and we're out of time. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank you guys for coming here and sharing all of this. It's wonderful. I invited Mary to come do this because that book so impressed me and and so thrilled me. Amen. I'm ready. Thank God for (laughs) Mary and Don Colbert. Aren't you you thrilled with them? Aren't you? Aren't you? Aren't you glad they're on our side? (laughs) I love you guys so much. Love you. Amen. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries, and remember, Jesus is Lord.